so welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We'll probably do a couple of different podcasts about this, but this is the second movie in the standalone Black Panther franchise. Fifth involving Black Panther. Written and directed by Ryan Coogler, who was the director for the first movie and also Creed and Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. And it's also written by Joe Robert Cole, stars with Tisha Wright, Lupita Longo, and Denai Guerrero. The synopsis is, people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Movie begins with, to start the movie off on T'Challa dying. A government, and then they're looking for vibranium. Vibranium arms race. Yeah. Vibranium Geiger detector finds vibranium in the ocean. The people on that particular ship looking for it gets attacked. Mm-hmm. And the only people that we know that has vibranium are the Wakandans. France sends, I don't even know why this would be happening in the age of superheroes, but France sends basically the equivalent to Navy SEALs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, they get fucking raped. Into Wakanda basically steal vibranium and then as james says they basically get destroyed again why would you send like standard tag team against superhero mm-hmm. ramonda yeah so ramonda. queen ramonda yeah. goes to the un and says like hey look there was an attack on wakanda soil by one of the nations here Instead of killing all the Navy SEALs, they basically capture them, drop them off at the UN. It's like, hey, look, we found your people. It was this country, Namor, whoever you want to call them, Kuku Khan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Finds the Wakandans from that point on, just gives them an option of you find the person that has built the. The detector. The, the, Waka- the vibranium, the vibranium detector. detector. Yeah. Hold on to the vibranium because it's only believed up to that point that Wakanda is the only country, technically, that has vibranium. That's the deal. It's like, bring us the person that built the detector. If not, I'm going to come destroy it. So, James, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever? The pros... The Dora Milaje, Okoye, pro. Namor, pro. I like Namor. Namor mm-hmm. was cool. The costuming was good. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, you didn't like the costuming? The movie has problems. Yeah, it has a lot of problems. The movie has problems. It has a lot of problems. I literally just came back. Like, I heard the costuming. Like, you said costuming. Mm-hmm. I heard it. I mean, I liked it. I liked it, but the it has a lot of problems. But I didn't get to the problems yet. Peter's blessed. That's about it. Now for the cons, let's God, go. Damn, wait, wait, wait. The acting wasn't good. Hmm. Uh, Angela Bassett was yeah. being Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett, so, Denagarra. So automatically good. Oh, and Baku was a pro. Yeah, Baku. I agree with you on that one. But Angela Bassett, that goes without yeah, saying. Definitely, that goes without saying. So, all right, so let's get to the cons. The fucking story. Yeah. So many goddamn plot holes. So many things yeah. that doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. Fucking what we basically said that 
uh, Letitia Wright cannot carry a movie. I understand why they did it. Uh, this movie was basically the five stages of grief. Certain things really didn't make sense. I don't like how they did T'Challa in the beginning. That was just bad writing. There's so many bad things about this movie. And it goes back to what we've said before. Recast motherfucking T'Challa. If they would have recast T'Challa, this movie would have been a lot better. I believe would have been a lot better because a lot of things that were were in the story wouldn't have happened. It seemed like they had the script already done and they just decided to just change shit up and it didn't flow well. It was like two hours and 40 some minutes. Yeah. It could have been two hours or maybe an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. It was too long. It mm-hmm. was too long. Like I said, Okoye, I love Okoye. I love Dora Milaje. I love Mbaku. You know, Angela Bassett did her thing. Uh, Riri Williams was annoying. It was really like, when I see it again, probably not. Uh, there's no reason to rewatch this. Maybe Iron Man 3. Thor Dark, Thor, World. Dark World. Yeah. Yep. Like Eternals is another movie that I would never revisit. This is in that mm. same group of movies. Now, is it going to make his money? Yes, it's going to make money. Yeah. It's going to make money. It's going to probably make a billion again. But does it deserve that? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. All right. So, Matt, how do you feel about Black Panther? So, let's talk about the good things. Yeah, Angela Bassett made one heck of a performance. Whenever she spoke, it was like the truth. She's been around for a while and everyone knows that she can act, but I think this particular, if anything, this will probably get her, though. What is it? It might get her some type of supporting actress, something in some of the lesser award shows. I think she would get it, mainly because there's a lot of hype around it. The majority of the Everywhere that I've seen, everyone keeps saying, hey, this is a must-see movie, and it's better than part one, which I, I don't believe it is better than part one. How do you have a no. movie without the, the main character? It was similar. It kind of reminds me of Fast and Furious 2. Was that it? The one that didn't have Vin Diesel in it? Yeah, it was Fast and Furious 2 and then 3, because that was Tokyo Drift. Yeah, like yeah, it, told yeah. A, it told the story kind of pushed the narrative forward as far as the whole storyline, but it just wasn't quite the same. If you want to compare this to Fast and the Furious, that one that didn't have Paul Walker in it, the one after he died, this is kind of like that. Mm. They just reference him and it's just like, oh yeah, family. (laughs) 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 Another thing too is I really like the way Namor was kind of brought up, although I wasn't too keen as far as the switch far as his background i think part of the reason why they did that was so that you know there wouldn't be a lot of confusion i guess with aquaman yeah it's like we can't call him an atlantean so we just make him mesoamerican they might as well have kept it as comic book accurate as they could or like even if his vibranium came from atlantis (laughs) something or his father was atlantean they wanted to taking dc universe seriously as of right now I mean, I don't know why the whole change regarding it. I mean, I've even heard of stuff online like, hey, this is the best Phase 4 movie, which doesn't really say much. I, I highly doubt it. I, I like Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, and then a lot Spider-Man, better. and then that's it. I think that's it. 
far as Mbaku, I think he was probably one of the better highlights of the movie, although I I feel that he was underutilized. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, shows, even in a long movie, he only shows up a handful of times. He was underutilized character. Now, as far as the bad thing about it, I don't like Riri's character in this movie. She kind of seemed like she was added in. I mean, I have a theory about what the approach to this movie would have been prior to Chadwick's passing and then Disney's meddling afterwards. She kind of reminds me of the character uh, America Chavez. Yep. It's it's the same thing. Yeah, she was thrown into it. Is she someone that I really care for? No, I don't. No one really cared about America Chavez in the comic books. Just like, honestly, I think Ironheart is going to be the horrible, horrible show when it does debut, in my opinion. And there's a lot of plot holes. Yeah. As far as I mean, the, the plot the is weak in Very general. Weak. And then when you factor in the plot holes, it makes it difficult because it's jumping around, it's jumping around between kind of three different stories. How in the world does Riri have access to vibranium in order to find or create vibranium? detector that doesn't make sense and how does she calibrate that without actually having that that doesn't make any sense to me matt 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 you're making sense hey matt you know the problem is with you matt what you're doing right now you know what you're doing i'm gonna tell you what you're doing you're applying logic and that is you thought about something then it was like hey look why would this happen in the movie hey all right whatever we just gotta roll with it chadwick's no longer here Bang. <laughs> and you know what makes this even worse? This is a popcorn movie. Yeah. This is like a two hour and 40 shut, minute popcorn movie. Just shut your brain off. Don't think. Just allow it to happen. Just allow it. Just take it. Pause. No. No. That's what it is because there's so many plot holes in this goddamn movie. It doesn't make any logical sense. Did y'all read the script? Like, did y'all read the script before you decided to, like, Send it to whomever to look at it, to his ex, to greenlight it, because obviously you didn't read it. Because if you read it, it did not flow well at all. And the biggest plot hole of it all, and I'm going to say it, fuck it, was the very fucking beginning. The very fucking beginning. So you telling me, he already ingested the heart-shaped herb. I could be wrong. He doesn't keep, need to keep ingesting the heart-shaped herb. Cure damn near all illnesses through vibranium, but they couldn't cure his? And they need another dose of the heart-shaped herb. Like, come on, man. If you're going to kill T'Challa off, have him go out like a G. Have him fight somebody and just lose. You know? That would have made more sense than just well, like, oh, he had an illness. Well, Matt, once you finish up your thoughts, and I want to get into mine. And... Now, is it just me, but they were like showing how to get to, was it Talakon? Namor, Namor, whatever the heck you want to call it. When they were trying to get to Namor's um underwater city how long it took for them to get there and they went through some special turbo water warp mm-hmm. but, but yet the girl spy I, I forgot what the heck her name is she was able yeah. to get there n- no problem and in very quick time yeah but hold on hold on to add on to that i mean i'm quite sure that as tech atlantis oh <laughs> Um, is way, way down there. Wouldn't she die from just the pressure alone? Yeah. yeah. 
Now, at the end of the movie, when they're having this big fight, why would you fight the Atlanteans, if you want to call them, in water? Well, Matt, first of all, first of all, let, let me just say, let, let, let me just say about that. Why would you only bring one ship? <laughs> one ship. When you're the one of the ship. most advanced nations on the planet, one ship and then like three C 130s. <laughs> I guess a whole civilization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Home court advantage. Like, really? And then if you're going to do that, then why doesn't all the ships have the same weapon? Mm-hmm. Did Namor forget what his weakness was? I don't think he knew. No, he, he knew. He knew. Well, I'm pretty sure ass. he would know. He's a dumbass then. He knew. Because if that's the case, he would have stayed out of water forever. Yeah, he knew. All right. So let me just go into this. So this movie is a jumbled mess of ideas. At the core of it, it felt like it's three movies. The first movie is the movie that it was supposed to be before Chadwick passed. And I assume that movie is supposed to be this. Yep. Shuri winds up working for the government. And then Namor gets upset. Somehow she's helping them obtain vibranium. Because at the end of Black Panther, the, the first movie, he was like, well, we need to open up to the world. So opening up to the world, Shuri's helping the government. The government now has vibranium. Namor sees that as a threat. Kidnaps Shuri. And then... There was Avengers through all of this. Hold on. Hold on. Then that would kind of spark the the issues between Wakanda and whatever Atlantis. <laughs> the next movie is a movie that's basically focused on the aftermath of T'Challa dying with a hint of Namor and Riri. Mm-hmm. Which is the movie that we got. And then mm-hmm. the third movie it's a movie setting up the other future Marvel projects, which are basically Thunderbolts and Ironheart. There's no Avengers at T'Challa's funeral. Despite him being the Avenger, despite him fighting Thanos, you couldn't even get Bucky to show up at his funeral, who was... The white wolf and shit? He is the honorary Oose. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's the honorary Oose. You don't have any of the Avengers there. I would expect Captain America to at least be there. You know what I'm saying? His old ass. Yeah. I would say Bucky. Yeah, definitely Bucky. Bucky and War Machine. So then the Vibranium plot is really weak with it hinting to Riri. She builds the detector, hands it off to the government. The machine is already built and functional at that point. They can build another one. She built it for shits and giggles. Yeah. Then on top of that, the government subplot was weak. Mm-hmm. Mainly from the standpoint that Vibranium has nothing to do with Thanos. The blip, Infinity Stones. And then it doesn't feel like anything with the government subplot was shot coherently and cohesively with the movie that was on screen. So it's basically... Let's insert this. So they film something and then kind of said like, hey, well, let's just put this in the movie. 
then it turns into a straight up Disney princess movie. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. Shuri and Namor meet for the first time. And oh, then, this is so beautiful. And, and then turns into like a romance movie. And I'm like, okay. The Riri stuff is only in here to set up her Disney Plus show. And she's really a, just a MacGuffin. Like, you can swap her out for anything, swap her out for another scientist, swap her out for the detective, the vibranium detective. I mean, the thing is, the government could have built that on their own just to cover that bullshit up. Claw, he had some vibranium. They could have said they got some from him yeah. before he died, and they used that to create the detector. There you go. Done. Fix the movie. I want us to brainstorm right now and figure out how to fix this movie. Well, l- let me finish. So, well, Go ahead, Barry. Go ahead. By not making it. The third act, the final battle, this is a two-hour and 40-minute movie. The third act is maybe like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was very rushed and it was short, which is weird because it's almost three hours. It shows the Wakandans as being weak. It's like somewhat backwards. Another thing, and it really just has to do with the focus of the movie. So Jachaka died from a bomb. T'Challa died twice. He died three times, actually. So he died, Black Panther movie, he dies from the blip. Then he dies randomly off screen. The Queen, another issue. And then hundreds of Wakandans die, either in the conflict with Namor, the first conflict with Namor, mm-hmm. or from Namor's people. And then everything's okay afterwards. <laughs> yeah. It's lazy writing at its finest. Yeah, so then the armored suits that show up, either like Gundam's or Sonic, well, to tell you the truth, that's how that's how they look in the comic. That was comic accurate. I don't it care. Horrible. I don't care. I, I, I don't <laughs> care. Again, the Wakandas only have one ship at the final battle. I understand it's a massive ship, massive, massive ship, but they only have one of them. The most okay. advanced country in in the world, most advanced weaponry, and they're fighting with spears and shields. And but you know what's so funny? So on this little boat they had, right? This little boat, right? In military terms, they maybe had probably about three squadrons. Yeah. But yet, when Thanos came, they were deep as shit. Yep. Where were all of them at? Where were all of them? Well, I guess they drowned yeah. in the. <laughs> but, I mean, was... but again, the biggest problem this is a movie that focuses pretty much Black Panther, and this movie focuses on honoring family being the heir to the throne and all the issues that come with that. And then there's subplot shoehorned into that that I don't really like and or respect because if you had it just recasted, would have solved all these problems. So my only positive, I guess my two positives is that I don't think they're going to recast it, especially after make, they make all this money. No. No, they're not going to do it. They're probably going to some multiverse age up somebody. And then there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, yeah, basically. And that would be the person that marries Storm. The Storm's going to be super young. Well, if she's from another multiverse or something, and mm-hmm. then they may fix all this with uh, the Avengers King Dynasty shit. I don't know, man. I will say they did do enough with Namor to separate him from Aquaman, but but the battles in Aquaman were much better. 
Mm. Angela Bassett was probably the best thing about this movie. But this movie has a lot of CG problems. Particularly that that final battle is nothing but that, like whatever the the surround thing that they do, the Mandalorian, the stuff they were using in Batman, it doesn't work well sometimes. And this is a a movie where it doesn't work well. And, And again, the CG just... I don't understand what it is about Black Panther in general, but first movie, that final battle between Killmonger and T'Challa was bad. Oh, that was. And then this one kind of gets to that point. That's my thoughts. So right. it was along the lines of what we all thought. There's right. stuff that we're not saying about this that yeah. is like, oh, this is what they did. Like, that's BS. Like when they announced and said that we're not recasting Chadwick right after he died, I'll admit I was in my feelings at the time. And I was like, that was an emotional decision they made. That's exactly what I was getting to, James. Pure emotion at that point. At that point, they should have just taken two years or a year, delayed the movie, and then gone back to it, taken a year, and then come back to it and said, okay. And it was just so lazy. One, we all called it. Letitia Wright, Shuri, this version of Shuri could not carry a movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. She could not yeah. carry a movie for shit. She's still a fucking child. She acts like a fucking child. I'm sorry. No, it's not going to work. I don't care if whoever's listening to this, I don't care if he was like, oh, this is so great. They got a woman who's a yeah. No. The main problem is that it becomes another reluctant hero. Right. Exactly. Movie that, oh, I don't want this. I don't want the responsibility. See? And then when her back's against the wall, then she tries to do something. It's like, yeah. so, I mean, so again, Keith, the movie's two hours and 40 minutes. The oh, I'm about to tell you, that's the two. Uh, hour, it, it, maybe an hour and a half into it, something actually happens. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. The first 10 minutes of it is the Chadwick, like, hey, well, he's no longer here. Here's the aftermath of that. And then mm-hmm. you have. It, James kind of described the five stages of grief. A long as five stages of grief. And then you kind of have the issue with Namor first pop up. Like, it's basically, again, the vibranium detector. Right, which makes no sense. And then nothing really happens. And there's another fight scene, and then nothing really happens. And then Namor shows back up to kind of threaten people. And then that's it. Like, for the first hour and a half. Oh, yeah, in the Disney love scene. Yeah. Wait. No, no, no. No, but it no. turns into Little Mermaid at some point. Right, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, one question. Oh, was Namor good at least? Yeah, like he, I, I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard... No, no, no. said that I, Namor was good. I would say he, he is did. passable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you were expecting the Atlantean Namor equivalent to Aquaman... Type of well, name. I was expecting King Namor. That's what I was expecting. Like, no, that, no, no, that, no, you're not going to get that. That's not it. No. So basically, they. Yeah. It, he wasn't even a dick. So really, they try to turn him into a sympathetic villain, a sympathetic right. anti hero uh, with the. No, he was an Aztec killmonger. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually in my nose. I was like, Namor is basically killmonger. Yeah, good call. That he. I mean, that's not bad. Works but too. it's another situation where it's like, hey, well. We were colonized by these people. I rose up to stop it. That's basically Namor's right. backstory. 
with Namor, just like with Killmonger, you could understand why he feels the way he feels. So like Barry said, they try to make a sympathetic villain or anti-hero or whatever. Kind of see his point of view. Let's just say the guy that played uh, Namor, I think he did a good job. Yeah, he, like, he did. He did. Yeah. He did have a presence about him that it was like, oh, this this. I would just say he's very underserved in the movie, but he is a positive. Like, the movie could have been so much more Mm -hmm. and done so much more with this character if T'Challa would have been in the movie. God, it's got to be Namor T'Challa. They have a beef. The whole point. That's what we've been saying, Keith. Personal. National, it's everything. They they just beef. They they don't like each other. Well, like, again, as Matt pointed out, there's some plot holes. So some of those plot holes involve Namor. Some of it just because of the way that the story was kind of put together. It's pieced together because Chadwick's no longer here. So here's bits and pieces of what the script should have been oh, from boy. the original movie. Here's Disney's input that but it has to be this. We have to have Riri. We have to have Namor. I'm not saying Disney demanded him being in the movie, but probably demanded certain changes to his backstory. And then so, we also have our upcoming TV shows. So there has to be some callbacks to that. But again, I think my biggest problem with all these movies in this phase is that they exist in different elements they don't tie together. Eternals had that whatever thing in the Pacific Ocean. Nobody even Which mentions it. Made, yeah, no one talked about it. it yeah, no, nobody mentions that. <laughs> nobody mentions you know that. It seems like there's no fucking plan. Like, there's no idea what they're doing. It seems like Marvel has become DC. Yeah, I, I don't know what's happening, dude. It's mainly because of Eternals. It's I mean, not even just that. It's like there's something weird going on. Like the whole point of the interconnected movies, there's a meta plot going on behind it. But there's a tie-in. There's something. all set up. It's like so far, this is the, the opposite of what's happened with DC. DC went one pendulum shift, no setup, and diving right into the cake. Like diving right into the meal. So basically, you got an undercooked steak essentially, and frozen vegetables for dinner. Marvel just feels like they're just overcooking everything. Like, it's basically, they've got all this stuff. Okay, we've got five movies. Here it is. This is the cosmic shit going down. This is the magical stuff going down. And at this point, I don't care about any of this. Well, and then the other problem with this phase is that it was supposed to be the multiverse phase. Right. And then the next phase is supposed to be the quantum phase or the, the cosmic phase. And none of that exists in this movie. Fine, that's okay. But if you look at the, all the other movies in this as being Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, like, that's really it. But, I mean, the movie has a lot of problems. And mm-hmm. like I said, it's mostly story, rereads of MacGuffin. Because, again, mm-hmm. you can swap her out for anything. Anything right. in that logic stuff that happens between Namor and the Wakanda. It's sloppy writing at its worst. Sometimes sloppy writing, you could you could pull it off sometimes, sometimes. But this, this, no. Why I watched this with very low expectations anyway. I said it from the very beginning. I was like, I'm not pressed to watch this. I was already upset that they decided not to recast. At that point, I knew it was going downhill. But they could have fixed it simply 
I don't want things. And maybe I'm the only one that thought about this. And I'm going to say this, man. We all know Shuri's the Black Panther, so it's no secret. It's no secret. The best person to be in that role would have been Okoye. Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that, because Sherry was like, oh, the Black Panther is an old relic and all this stuff. Like, she was basically shitting on Black Panther. And that's only being done for storyline reasons because mm-hmm. the, the plot needs to push the story mm-hmm. in that way. She was just shitting on Black Panther. It's all the fact that the Black Panther saved Wakanda from Killmonger. Right. And then all so of a sudden... So that shit dominate, like, lead... So Black Panther lead the Wakanda into victory against Thanos and shit over the biggest movie of the goddamn decade. So And, and didn't she fight in that one? Yeah. 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 But, but hold on now. So... There's a part in the movie where they're trying to find Riri or find the so-called scientist that created the the metal detector, right? So it was Okoye and Shuri. During this whole shit, it gets all fucked up. The Atlanteans, I'm going to call them that because whatever. The Atlanteans come in and fuck up the whole program and end up taking Shuri, right? Okoye went back to the Wakanda to report back to the queen and report back to the council or what have you. And she was telling me, look, these motherfuckers aren't playing, da 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 At this point, the queen basically demotes or basically fires Oye from being general of the Dora Milaje. She was like, basically, my husband died, my son died under your watch twice. Mm-hmm. My, I don't know the whereabouts of my daughter. She could be dead, all that, right? So basically, she was just excommunicated. She was not, no longer Dora Milaje. They kicked her out, all this shit. But she was so determined to get back Shuri. She was like, and she's the one who kept bringing up the mantle of the Black Panther. She's the one who kept bringing that shit up. If anyone should have been Black Panther, it should have been her. Because she she, even that, if she didn't even have the powers associated, like by taking the suit alone would have worked. Yeah. I mean, just the, it's kind of like the Captain America thing that mm-hmm. there is a Captain America. That's right. what matters the most. It doesn't matter if you super soldier, regular person, Sam Wilson, as long as there is a Captain America, that is the yeah. iconic thing. She should have took the mantle. They should have gave her the mantle since Sherry didn't want it. Sherry didn't want it. And the thing is, Okoye would have been a badass Black Panther because she already fucked up three Atlanteans on the bridge. She fucked them up, even though they got back up. But she fucked them up. Give her that goddamn synthetic herb. Let her get high. <laughs> and do what she has wow. to do. There you go. Problem solved. I fixed your fucking movie. Sherry could do her little analysis and all this shit. So let her fucking yeah. ass stay in the lab. And then how all of a sudden at the fucking end during the fight scene, I don't remember Sherry having any fucking training. Like you have to have some training to become Black Panther. You can't just take the herb and also know how to fight. We're just fighting. So, just, so wait, I, I would say the gymnastics. No, no, I, I would just say this. That would have made more sense. Like that final fight scene, if she kind of went Tony Stark level of, hey, well, here's all my gadgets and doohickeys. Yeah. And this is how I'm fighting. Right. So, so exactly. So where was all this these fighting skills? And the first Black Panther, when she just had her gauntlets, just like, uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh, take this sonic blast. Here you go. And, and, and you understand what I had mentioned earlier about these fools are showing up with spears. The only weapon they have, uh, other than the ship that they have, they're fighting hand-to-hand 
the most advanced country in the world are fighting with hand-to-hand. They're good with hand-to-hand shit. I don't care. I, I don't care. But All the right. Atlanteans were different. I don't care. You're the most advanced country in the world. You got, like, disappearing ships. You got a whole cloak over your country. But like and I you're said, fighting. You're fighting the final battle against super, against superhumans. Every single one of them motherfuckers were different. Yeah, they weren't normal people. They weren't normal people. I mean, and Baku was like he had some type of shit with him too. He not just a regular dude. This dude got knocked out in one punch by Namor. I mean, he should have been able to withstand some shit. But it is getting to a point where. Marvel needs to work on the final act in their movies because they are so underwhelming. I think the final act, again, the final act, I would consider it to be like 15 to 20 minutes because mm-hmm. the arc of the movie is just kind of off. Final battle lets this movie down and it is probably the most disappointing part of the movie to me. I mean, we all know Namor's not going to die. So you already knew mm. that going into it. So it was like, how do they write themselves out of the problem of Marvel always trying to kill off the villains in the first movie? The, the only movie the villains show up in. But they did it in the worst way possible. The only thing they had to do was fucking recast. And they could have kept part of the script. It would have flowed better because, like Keith said, and I 100% with him on this. The real beef is between Namor and T'Challa, not Namor and Shuri. It's not even close. It's not even close. So why would you even insert that in? Just recast, man. Just recast. You could have had them, the metal detector or the vibranium detector, kick that shit out. Just a MacGuffin. It has no other purpose other than this would be a nice way that we can insert Riri into the movie who really doesn't do anything. Oh, what is that? Oh, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's basically the extent of her lines. Again, she's just kind of MacGuffin. Slightly Mary Sued means she should be at some point, but this movie could have been better served without her. But mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, well, if you have one character of the same race, let's just put them all in the same movie. That's really what happened. I would consider this to be above Eternals. Best movie in Phase 4 right now, in my honest opinion. Shang-Chi. Is Shang-Fucking-Chi. Shang-Chi. No way. Wait, is that Spider-Man? Shang-Chi. More than Spider-Man? I'm not a fan of Spider-Man, so... It, well, Sp- no, Sp- I, forgot, I, I forgot about Spider-Man. So. Sp- Spider-Man, works, Spider-Man works mainly for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It's worse because it was an awesome movie. But I will put them, I, I'll put them tied. I'll put them tied. And the reason why I had them tied is because if you take out the fan service of, of Spider-Man No Way Home, I enjoyed the movie, but you take out the fan service, is it really better than Shang-Chi? That's a whole original shit. Uh, as an original movie, yeah. as an origin movie, yeah, it's probably one of the best. I think it's like the best example of, of, of properly done. That's what I'm saying. But because of the fan service, it's tied. But those are two best moves. Everything else is kind of like you could just mix and match to me. 
Like for real. I'm gonna have to rewatch Eternals. I haven't seen that since it first came out. Don't, yeah. don't, so don't. I'm see if it, if it, yeah, if it, you know why? You, you, would you say you see I've been watching since it first came out? Correct. That's your subconscious telling you not to watch <laughs> that bullshit again. I've rewatched movies before. The only movie I haven't rewatched or I couldn't sit through, straight through, comic book wise, has been Suicide Squad with uh, Will Smith. It's the only movie I really couldn't just sit through and. Well, that was just a bad movie. So, but let's try to wrap this up. Once people have seen it, we can get into some of the more plot points. But Jay, what score would you give Black Panther to War for Wakanda, Wakanda Forever, whatever this movie is called? Vibranium Wars. I have no comments. Just five. All right, Matt. I'll give it a five as well. It's a lot better than. The World Love and Thunder, but yeah. definitely not the best movie of Phase Four, and I probably wouldn't watch it again, especially if There's I was no playing. No point and... to watch it again. There's really no point. I mean, you get like mm-hmm. maybe three or four action scenes, and that's it. Yeah, it could probably all summed up on a YouTube clip. Yeah, but Angela Bassett was she carried. Yeah, she was amazing. All right, so. I'm going to give this a five as well. This movie is ultimately disappointing of that most of the movies in phase four were disappointing. We just got finished talking about Thor, Love and Thunder, The Eternals. Hmm. This shows that Marvel is not firing all, all cylinders. And when they were, you had the combination of basically two great movies, Infinity War and Endgame, kind of like more or less back-to-back. And I think that really was an endpoint for Marvel, just in general, that you have these great movies and it's going to be very difficult moving forward to top those movies. And, they basically blew their load too early. Yeah, man. and... If you think about the end of most of the phases, you had phase one ended with Avengers and phase two ended with Age of Ultron. But yeah, but you don't off. get that that level of connectedness in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then you don't really have characters that you would want to connect with in this movie, other than maybe Namor, just because it's his first time on screen in a movie. I think just, again, with all the ideas that we're not going to recast because it's disrespecting Chadwick Boseman's legacy, I think it just doesn't serve the movie well. And you kind of screw yourself moving forward. So now you're going to be trying to come up with ways for, I guess, whatever Black Panther 3 is supposed to be. For there to be the ultimate war between the Atlanteans, the Namorians, the Tolkienans, like what the heck, the Kuku Khan, and Shuri. Uh, 